Welcome to Mondays with Matt, with Matt Starkey. Start each week fresh with sound financial advice. Grab your coffee and maybe a pen. It's time to kick off your week with Matt. Hello and welcome into Mondays with Matt. Thanks for tuning into the podcast as we talk about investing, finance, and retirement with Matthew Starkey, investment advisor representative and president owner at Great Lakes Retirement Solutions. Serving you here in the Saginaw, greater Saginaw area, I should say, if I can talk today. Uh, we appreciate your time on the podcast. Hopefully you'll find a useful nugget or two of information. If you do and you have some questions about it, reach out to Matt and get yourself onto the calendar. Have a conversation at 989-401-2949. It's 989-401-2949. You can also check him out online at greatlakesretirementsolutions.com. That's greatlakesretirementsolutions.com. And while you're there, subscribe to the podcast on whatever platform it is that you like to use. And we would appreciate a like, a review, and all that good kind of stuff. And Matt, thanks for being here, buddy. Hope you're having a good day. I'm great, Mark. And I am having a great day. How are you doing? I'm hanging in there, not doing too bad. So hopefully uh, we can help people out there have a good day as well as we talk about some of these topics on today's podcast. So let me hit you with my first piece here. And that's a little uh, headline story I saw. wanted to get your take on it. I thought this was kind of interesting. With all the advances in automation that are hitting occupations, things continue to happen. More and more jobs are being done through automation, whether it's kiosks taking your order or whatever the case might be. Do you see a time when maybe the occupation of financial advisor is no longer needed? Because you can get products nowadays online as well or virtually if you wanted to. But what do you think about that? Well, I think that's an interesting concept. And yeah, I, you know, automation has changed our industry in several ways in the last several years. But uh, just in the last couple, we've seen the advent of, you know, what's called a robo-advisor. And it's definitely pertinent. We've we've been notified in our industry that are keeping up. A few years back, we knew that the internet was changing the business world altogether in, in several, across, you know, as you mentioned, across a, a whole a whole plethora of different industries. And you see it in medical and doctor's offices. You see it, you know, like you had mentioned, at the fa- even at the fast food, you know, you're expected to punch in your own order. As nice as convenient having something that maybe I can do on my own. Yeah. So I get really frustrated at the shopping center, for example, when I go to check out and I'll sometimes wait extra time in line just to have that cashier check out my order because although it's nice and convenient sometimes for a quick stop, I get really frustrated when I have to ring up my groceries and then you have a problem and then you've got to put it on the conveyor and then you got to bag your own groceries. It's like, Hey, I just spent all this time getting all this stuff. I'm stopping at this service at the supermarket here, giving you my business yet, you know, now I've got to do this on my own. So I get frustrated with that aspect and I'd really like to have the personal touch. And so I think for some folks doing it on your own is great. Maybe using some of the technology is okay, but really where the value of an advisor comes in, and I see this as in our industry is a reason why, why I will always have a job is number one, there's a ton of information out there and it confuses people. Taxes is a second reason. The tax laws change, which means my financial situation changes. Every individual has a different financial situation. And when the tax rules change, taxes alone are confusing for most people 
And so now if you're going to change the way that my income gets taxed or I could be in a higher bracket, that's just a big frustration for a lot of folks. I was on the phone yesterday with a gal and she says, I never, I don't even like to look at my statement. That's why I use you. I, I trust you that you've got it invested. And I don't like all the, the big charts and everything. I just want somebody that I know that I can trust and work with that's going to take care of me. And that's the most important thing for me. I don't even like to think about my money, she says. I, I'm, I've got what I need and I don't like to think about it because every time she thinks about it, she gets overwhelmed. So automation, it can be good in some respects. It causes challenges in those industries as well. But as a financial advisor, you know, I was worried about that and thought, well, maybe somebody will go to a robo and I'll lose business. But the value of advice from somebody that you know somebody that you like, somebody that knows your situation is ultra important. And if I make a mistake using the technology on my own, that could really devastate everything. Where if I have to pay an advisor for advice, it acts as a backup, but also you, you can know that very costly mistakes are probably going to be avoided 100% or very close to 100% because you're using somebody who is in the industry every day, has a working knowledge of Investment vehicles has working knowledge of how they integrate with your financial situation and helps you develop a plan that it actually works for you. So I think, you know, in our industry, to answer your question, it's changing. But I see my clients really like to use me as a sounding board for a lot of their investment decisions. Yeah, no, I think it definitely can continue to change. Again, automation is going to continue to just affect a lot of different things as we get smarter and create more and more of this technology. So we'll see how things go as we move into the future. Well, let me ask you a little something different here this week on the podcast. Kind of a, if you'll share with us, maybe a story time kind of thing where you can kind of share a situation when um, you had a client come in, you were really able to help them, but you know, I mean, they just lost it in your office. They were you know, they were just crying, upset. And what was that situation? What caused them to be so upset or, or, or you know, tearful? Maybe they were happy tears. I don't know. I'll let you tell us. But how are you able to help them? <laughs> well, Mark, I love story time. <laughs> Stories are always interesting. But when you ask me that question, strangely enough, I get, I ask a lot of questions. So I get people to think about their situation. And when it comes to money, I mean, there's this element of the money itself and what vehicles we need. But I really like to go beyond the money and say, what are you using the money for? What's your ultimate purpose? You know, and I had a client and this was several years ago and she has been divorced and has a son that, that lives far away, doesn't live in state. So anyway, she was, began to tell me about this situation and it kind of seems like the son continually spends a lot of time or at least annually makes a trek out for a visit with his dad. And um, he can spend that time doing that. But I said, well, when is the last time that your son came to visit you? And uh, she couldn't remember. Like, I don't think he's ever been here. You know, why, why hasn't he been? And I said, well, so I, I began to explore that a little bit more with her. And we began to talk about it. But during that time, she became very emotional and realized that, hey, you know, this is really hurtful for me. You know, this is a pain in my life that my son doesn't come to visit me. So not only does this involve nothing about her money, but it involved the relationship. And why doesn't he spend time? He always wants me to go to him. And I think we see that as a number one, as a generational thing. Generations have changed 
at least that's what I've seen, where it used to be that my parents went to their parents back to the farm, you know, take the family to grandma and grandpa's and we'd spend the day there at least once a week, you know, fast forward 20 years. And, and that's not the case. Now the family dynamic has changed a little bit. So, but also the tears were shed because we're talking about real relationships and a real situation in life. So the good news is that through talking about these situations, I encouraged her to challenge her son to come and visit her. And, uh, wouldn't you know it, the very next year, I think it was, that very next summer, he and his son, her grandson, came out. They came to Michigan, and they spent some time up north with mom, and it was a great time. But I remember the tears being shed because of kind of the sorrow or the hurt or that pain that's behind that emotion. And then to see that, you know, lead into a situation where that, you know, was restored was was awesome. What had ended up happening is he came to visit, and... She just needed to kind of express that emotion to him that that was that was hurtful. So, and Mark, the way that that whole thing came about is we were talking about beneficiaries and how much do you want to leave to, you know, children and and, and other beneficiaries. And um, so we started that whole talk with a talk about, hey, who are you going to leave your accounts to someday? And then all of a sudden it unraveled a whole bunch of emotions. But the cool thing is, as I think there was some resolve there. So. That's a cool story of tears shed in my office, and I think it was a very beneficial thing. Well, you know, everybody's situations can be different, and certainly when we get to retirement, a lot of things change. And so, you know, clearly you never know what's going to happen, right? So this, you know, talking about beneficiaries brought up this kind of feelings for this lady, and it kind of, you know, turned into a different conversation. And kind of to our opening segue about automation, see, that's something that's not going to happen with automation in the future. You know, you're you're not going to have that person to use as a sounding board that you can talk to and say, you know, this is really the root of this problem, or this is the reason why I'm thinking about doing this with my retirement accounts or my financial plan. I need guidance and help along that way. And so I think that story actually goes a really long way to illustrating why probably there's always going to be a need for, in a lot of industries, that actual human interaction and not just automation. Yeah, you're right. That comes about in so many different aspects of our life from buying a home and or to getting married or you know, even having feelings about, you know, saving up for certain things. And a robot cannot help you with <laughs> sort through those emotions. And and the other thing is being disciplined. You know, when the market goes down, you get that impulse to not lose. So you almost want to move your money out of the market. But market timing has proven to cost people high, high rates of return by being emotional with your money instead of using the discipline. So that's one of the biggest factors too for using the advisor is just controlling the emotion when it comes to investing and using a strategy, using something that's sound instead of just pure emotion. You know, sometimes, Matt, you think about autopilot. We were talking about automation. Sometimes people put things in autopilot or uh, there's even, you know, uh, programs out there that'll kind of do the autopilot type of situation for retirement. Why is that something we should think or think about or be leery of? Yeah, autopilot. Automation is one of those things that, like I mentioned, can be good. And one of the things that I talk to people about is putting your contributions into your IRA or your other investments on autopilot. And um, that's when something automatic is good. What I mean by that is every month we call it systematic investing or 
we take out money out of your checking account, or maybe you do it through your paycheck and your 401k, but you put away money into your investments every single month. And when you put it on autopilot, that means it's automatically going to happen. You set it up to come out every month. And um, when you have a goal and it's going to come out every month, I say that you're automatically a successful investor. Why? Because you're following our rules of investment. Number one, you own equities. Number two, we re, you know diversify your portfolio so that it protects against risk. And third, we rebalance the portfolio to make sure that it stays within the parameters that you want for risk in return. So when you set something up automatically on autopilot, you become successful because A, you start that monthly going into your accounts. And then B, you, you use us for the rebalancing and in, in the portfolio establishment. So you're a successful investor. So really autopilot is simple. It's simple to get going on a, on a track and that's set up something monthly. That way we know the money's going in. We know we're going to hit our target retirement or we're going to be very close. There's going to be adjustments along the way, but that's when autopilot or automation makes sense. Well, so there you go, folks. That's our podcast for this week. Kind of a, a, an automated conversation about the industry in general and how it can affect things. You know, automation can be useful. It can be a good tool. But I think, again, in limited ways, there are certain things where it can be helpful, but it's never going to completely replace that human interaction component that I think especially this industry needs a lot when it comes to financial plan, financial creations. Our story time kind of reflected that a little bit with the conversation with that particular client. So if you've got questions or concerns, you need some help, don't forget Mondays with Matt is here. We do this podcast for you. Go and check us out online at greatlakesretirementsolutions.com. That's greatlakesretirementsolutions.com. Or just give Matt a call if you really need to talk specifically about a situation. Before you take some action, come in and sit down and have that chat. 989-401-2949. That's 989-401-2949. With Matthew Starkey, Investment Advisor Representative at Great Lakes Retirement Solutions. He's the president and owner as well. Matt, thanks for your time this week on the program. I hope you have a great week and I'll talk to you soon. Thank you, Mark. We'll see you next time right here on Mondays with Matt. Information is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute tax, investment, or legal advice. Always consult with a qualified investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action.